Listeners beware. There's no turning back now. You've entered the Horror Apocalypse Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Horror Apocalypse. Let's go ahead and get our other uh, reviewers in today. Let's see. Skynet is connecting to audio. That's always a fun thing to see. Hello. Hello. Yo. We are looking at Rita with no audio, no microphone anyway, but she's coming up. Hey, hey. Hello. Hi. All right. So we uh, we we have a movie to talk about today. <laughs> I love this movie. Let me uh, let me go ahead and introduce everybody we have with us joining us again, uh, Laura and David for our couple scarapy. Hey guys. Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you for for choosing this movie, by the way. Now, have you seen this movie before? I have I seen it. it oh. I, I, it a long long time ago so not enough that it it left any kind of lasting impression and after watching it a few hours ago i remember why so we'll we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into that also joining us today who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead that would be my wife rita hi rita how you doing hi i see some new stuff behind you on the wall what's that about you talking to me? Well, you yeah. put that stuff on the wall for me, so way well, to, 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 to run with that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new portrait of uh, Lily Munster. I love that one. And then I found this cute little corkboard coffin shape. There's some fun like horror pins on it, so the oh, collection yeah. is growing. <laughs> is the cat new as well? Oh no, he's usually turned on the lights. Uh, Oh yeah, I usually have the lights in his mouth and his eyes on. I forgot to turn it down on before I sat down. So oh, unacceptable. He still looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> he still looks badass. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's so, see. how was everyone's holiday? Oh, it was. Uh, it was eventful. It was eventful. eventful. Um, we we had uh, uh, my mom and my brother came and stayed a couple days with us. That was fun. We um. We pretty much just lounged around and did nothing. So I got to interview for a new position at my job today. So fingers crossed that goes well. Yeah, Yeah, fingers crossed. Good luck. luck. Congratulations. It it would almost double my pay, uh, annual pay. So I'm kind of hoping that works. (laughs) Hell yeah. Is that a Captain Spaulding t-shirt? It is. I love this shirt. Hold up. So it's Captain Spaulding's ride. Oh my gosh! I have um, that's Captain Spaulding's uh, fried chicken too. So I have two different ones, and David's got the fried chicken one as well. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what were you saying about stickers? Oh, we got the stickers. the The yeah. holographic sticker. We put one of them on our car. We were really excited to put it on there to support. So thank you for having them. Awesome. Yep, represent. Well, uh, I actually already had made and ordered our Valentine's Day ones. So these I'm going to give everybody watching and you guys a sneak preview. These won't be available until February. 
but these are the new um, Valentine's Day ones. Ooh, I should probably focus it one second. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh, wrong way, I think. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Who designed that? I did. You did? Yeah, I've, I've been uh, on this kick designing all of all of the the stuff for the podcast now. The things that are becoming our T-shirts, which you can find over at T Public, you uh, the the stickers, uh, all of that. I've been designing and I'm having a blast doing it. I can't wait to start you know, the uh, Leprechaun one. I'm going to do one uh, starring the Leprechaun uh, for March in St. Patrick's Day. All of that. It's going to be great. So, oh, and now, speaking, speaking, are you going to do uh, one for Shark Shark Week? You know what? I never thought of that, but I could. I could definitely do one with House yeah. Shark. Shark Week's <laughs> very popular. Um, I did also want to say happy birthday to Leprechaun, by the way. It actually launched on this day in 1993. So, happy birthday, wow. Leprechaun. Happy birthday, Leprechaun. Oh, which I finally got the chance to see recently. I don't remember if we talked about this or not. We we watched, what, two, three of them? I think we watched three of them like a month or two ago. I've never gotten to see them. My family is really, really? Irish. And they're like, you're never going to watch this movie. It's a bad representation. So <laughs> Then you have to. So. It, it, I, exactly. I don't remember right. how many we watched. We, we watched a few of them. Yeah. Three sounds about right. I think my favorite line uh, no, in any of them <laughs> was from um, Leprechaun in the Hood. And it was the when he does his little, uh, I don't know, he sees some girl and he the twiddles the flute or whatever and he's uh come closer come closer my fresh young lass let me get a look at you before i tap that ass that line is just ingrained in my memory i will never forget that. oh yeah <laughs> do you use it on rita yes all the time and i even use the irish <laughs> accent come closer come closer my fresh yeah. young lass you get to look at you before i tap that ass <laughs> fantastic <laughs> you've got to use that home at least once <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear David with the Irish accent. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Puerto Rican Irish accent. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's jump right into this, guys. You got your fright bite ready? We got ours. Who wants to go first? You guys go first. We always go first. All right. Uh, Rita and I, well, actually, Rita found this one. I can't wait to try it. It is a uh, District 9 Brewing. Uh, mocha brown brown sugar brown cap so she says uh, i'm gonna like this one a little more because it's an ale and i don't know what that means uh but i like it a little sweeter so this should be good let's see what we have here and like i couldn't remember exactly what a brown cow was but i knew i'd heard it before so i had a a gts you know google that shit and it's actually a root beer float with chocolate ice cream is a brown cow so i'm like thinking it might be more of a root beer kind of taste here but it smells just like beer i'm sure it does let's see what it looks like it's got a nice color oh let me lift it up a little here oh that has a really nice rich color to a very mm-hmm. caramel color oh and it, it smells a little like sweet beer. huh just tastes like it, beer huh? it just tastes like beer to me I don't even get a, a sweet aftertaste like I got with the Yingling Hershey's. I actually do get a little sweet aftertaste. Does it have a root beer hint to it at all? What I'm tasting more is something maybe a little bit chocolatey. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting, though. Are you high? 
No. You're talking to us. Are you talking to us? Because we're talking to us. I taste taste nothing but beer. This just tastes like a Budweiser to me. Ew. That's an insult. It is 6.6% alcohol by volume, though. So that's that's pretty good. Well, it's a craft beer from, um, from North Carolina. I believe I saw it here somewhere on the can. Yeah, well, there's a, a picture of the state right there. Yeah, sorry, that should have led me to it, but I don't know if they're if they're not Florida, they all look the same. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my my thoughts are it's good. I mean, it's it's not yeah, horrible. It's all right. I, have, I have had some beers, ales, IPAs, whatever that have made me want to gag, but this one was good. I would I would we have like four of them? They won't last. Yeah, a it's week. a four pack. They won't last the weekend, so it's good. Um, let's. They won't uh, last the night. What are you talking about? Hop on over to David and Laura. What have you got? I think Michael's going to be able to bring out those yeah. leprechaun uh, quotes tonight. Oh, the leprechaun line is happening tonight, bro. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of something, and I can't. <laughs> Moving on. This is what we have. We don't have alcohol this time. Yeah, which is weird. Ooh, but it's well, we actually weird. cut back on alcohol, so we're just trying not to buy it. So I got this at Aldi's and I'm really excited for it because it's coconut and I am obsessed with all things coconut. Mm -hmm. If it's coconut, I will devour your hand. (laughs) You'll have to watch next week. Uh, Rita got me coconut chips. uh, Coconut chips. Do you want to try it now? I can bring it to you. No, that's going to pair well with the strawberry uh, banana. Ooh, strawberry banana. What? Uh, Like a a milkshake kind of thing. Protein drink kind of thing. Really good. Oh, it's just so good. It's like an almond joy, but better. But better. So, like a mounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Milk chocolate, not dark. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, it's a coconut macaroon filled Belgian milk chocolate. So the one thing I didn't know. And I learned this recently is that with Aldi's, they have um, a stricter guideline with the food they sell. So in most cases, the food that you get from Aldi's is better than the food that you buy at your like Winn-Dixie and Publix because the, the ingredients have to be to a better standard. They're getting to where they're more like Whole Foods now. Most things are organic and mm-hmm. high quality. Um, yep. Yep. No corn, no artific- or high fructose corn syrup. Sorry. No food colorings in a lot of their food. It's phenomenal. And another thing I learned too, again, which I didn't know, is that like some of your brands, like um, I think Fruit Loops was one of them. They are the, they make the off brand for Aldi. Mm-hmm. It's all, it comes from the same company. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I think if you look up, what is it? Um, Millville, I think is their, one of their cereal brands. And it's made by like General Mills or Kellogg's or something. It's all the same stuff. Yeah. They just put an off-brand label on it so it can be sold somewhere else. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. their ingredients are healthier than the products that they sell in U.S. stores. Standard yep. U.S. stores, which was... Well, Aldi's a, an Australian company, I think, isn't it? No, it's I German. Thought, I thought I was about to say I think it's German. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't American. That's yeah, all I... that's why you your your own cart return. You have to bag your own groceries. Cashiers are allowed to sit. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I know like further up the East Coast to the north, they have Lidl, which is basically the same company. It's just got a different name. I think it's German as well, but they're even further along in the organic, um, you know, better quality food, even than Aldi is. I think it's the same company. Hmm. Have to look into them. All right. So what has everyone been watching this uh, past two weeks since you guys were on last? We don't document much. So we'll try to document while Rita's speaking. <laughs> no, whenever we start watching something, I saw he's season. I just, I run in here to my desk and I just write it down real quick. Because I'm, like, I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget. Oh, but we watched Bob's Burgers. You have? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> We're uh, caught up now, so I, I haven't watched yeah. burgers for like a week and a half, and I'm I'm kind of going through withdrawals. I may need to start it all over again. So. I, we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> um, we got through Mandalorian. Um, we're on, I think, episode three or four of the new season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Love that show. Um, we finally got around to watching It Chapter 2. Have you guys seen yeah, it? We love the both the original and the yeah. new. How did you like the new Pennywise? Well, the, the chapter two. Well, I'm a really big Tim Curry fan, so it was hard for me to see somebody else do it. But but it was it was good. It was good. All right, Michael. Oh God, let's do this. <laughs> no. No, no. Part one was good. Chapter one was good. Chapter two, not so much. I didn't feel for any of the characters like I did in the first one. The The adults couldn't bring the same emotion that the kids did. And that's a sad thing to say. The Some of the ones like, um, I forget the, the one that was played by Finn Wolfhard, his character, Mikey or something like that. Richie. Richie had absolutely no growth that I could see when he, he was his adult version was exactly the same as his kid version. And especially after what they had gone through, you'd think there was some sort of growth and, and calm and, and taming that would happen. Nothing. So I mean, I got my complaints. It was, it was visually good. Um, watching Pennywise as that giant spider, you know, dig through the, the, uh, the cavern and reach out after them and stuff. That was pretty fun, but I felt more, uh, tense in the scene from the witches when she's snapping her arms through the the air vent to go after the the mice i felt more emotion at that than i did watching pennywise try to reach through them you know going down the stairs so i i wasn't a huge fan of it but chapter one was definitely much better than chapter two i can agree a lot with what you said yeah. and i think one of the of between the two and really a lot of other things lately too was um Something that really disturbed me to to watch. I like to say disturbed because that means it really did scare me. Um, wow. In the first one, when Billy goes into the basement and Pennywise comes up out of the water and there's that that motion of him come. Oh, ugh. <laughs> that that really creeped me out. It was hard to watch. <laughs> well, for me, <laughs> what gets me about that scene is when he slams the little boy. He slams yeah. George into the water and then he takes off running. Yeah, that's what gets me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to watch. the bath scene. One hundred percent bath scene. As soon as the blood comes out, oh yeah, I, 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 when I, that terrorized me when I was a child. I was terrified to take a shower for years because of that stupid thing. But oh, yeah, no. the bathroom scene can't do it. Hmm. Hmm. We watched, well, you just mentioned it, but we did watch the witches, the new one. 
um, last night because it had been on my list. I have a little list in my phone whenever I catch a trailer for something that I kind of want to see. I'll just take a note of it because he's always like, what do you want to watch? Oh, let me go to my list. We watched um, A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Better than I thought it was going to be, but not as good as I was hoping it would be. So if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. Where did we catch it? Uh, Hulu. I was expecting something very much like a uh, like the spy who dumped me kind of thing, you know, very comedic. And it starts off kind of comedic and then it turns dark very quickly. So, yeah, well, I don't know that it turned dark that quickly for me, but um, it it was zero to 100 real quick. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. When it finally did go dark, it happened really fast. Yeah. But I knew from the previews I had seen and I had looked into it a little more because I love Anna Kendrick. We both do. And I love Blake Lively. So I kind of want to see this just because I like them. But um, the previews made it look like it was going to be pretty dark and twisted, but started off as these two women just meet each other and they become instant friends. And, oh, you know, and the favor is uh, pick up my kid from school. And this is all in the previews. I'm not giving anything away. Can you pick up my kid from school today? And then she disappears. With the kid or without the kid? Um, Blake Lively asks Anna Kendrick's character to pick up her child. And when she picks him up, it's days later. And no one's ever has heard from Blake Lively, her character. And um, there's a lot of twists and turns. And yeah. <laughs> is it on Netflix? Hula. Oh, Hula, sorry. It was pretty good. And then today, after we watched um, Feast. Great master. <laughs> I love the look after we watched Feast. I, um, I was just kind of scrolling through Hulu, which happens a lot. And it's like, oh, because you saw this, maybe you'll like this. So it's all these horror movies that pop up. And I saw um, Secret Santa. Oh, how is that? Because I saw it, it popped in our feed yesterday, I think it was, but... You got to make sure you get the right Secret Santa. There's actually two. One that I saw, and when she kept saying, have you seen this movie? I was saying, yeah. Um, then we watched this other Secret Santa, and it was something completely different. So my Secret Santa was better than her Secret Santa. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Are they both well, this, movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one, well, I, I waited after I saw the first kill, because I'm like, oh, let me make sure he hasn't already seen this before I go any further. I like to watch these movies with Michael. And the first kill is like a, a drill to the face and an eyeball comes out. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to watch this one. And he said he hadn't seen it yet. So it takes place in, um, it's a house, but it's like a house that's rented by three girls. And um, there's an intruder who's giving them all um, four girls live in the house. I thought only three lived in the house and another one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, is giving them all gifts from Secret Santa that turn out to be the thing that he kills them with. Oh, okay. I th- okay. Cause there, I think there's the original in the remake, right? I don't like, know. One of them was made in like the seventies, eighties. I don't know. I've seen that. Yeah. We've seen one of those. We watched this, one of yours. There's okay. there's the hers is uh, done very much like an, it has an eighties filter over it oh, um, with the, the crackly, you know, uh, grainy and the little lines footage. going up the screen. Yeah. They, they kind of artificially put that in there 
Uh, and that's part of what my problem with that movie was, was because you've got this this artificial grain and then she picks up her iPhone and sends a text message. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Really? <laughs> I think that's the one we watched. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I noticed as we're watching it, too, he's it's like I forget what time of day it is in the movie, but the last message was how did what, what was up with that, honey? He picks up uh, the phone because the the girl that he was cheating on his girlfriend with is calling him, and he had just spoken with her at the start of class. And yeah. the text message says, uh, "Last you know, interaction or last call, eight twenty five p.m." But it's daylight out, so it's like more than twelve hours ago. But yeah. in the movie, it happened an hour apart. Maybe it was it was weird. Yeah, scree. <laughs> I think that's about it. And you can see the rest of my notes here. Because in the beginning of Feast, they list all these characters, right? And I'm like, oh, let me write them all down. Because something cool is going (laughs) to... I'm like, because something cool is going to happen to these people. So I want to... I'm like, they didn't talk about anybody correctly. So... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's (laughs) jump right into this (laughs) movie. Um, (laughs) Feast is a um, reality show winner. Uh, it was released in 2005. It was the winner of season three of Project Greenlight, which... Uh, oh, I didn't if, know that. I didn't yeah, know that either. If anybody watched Project Greenlight, you knew it was Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of people. Yeah. They, they hold this, this contest for people to write, direct, and produce a movie, and then it gets released. This one was the winner of season three. Um, okay. And this this particular team, uh, which was John Gulliger was the director, and Marcus, Marcus and Patrick, I forget their last names, were the writers. Um, they were the ones who won. They were the, the best team uh, for season three. They won. This was their movie. Uh, my favorite thing about this movie, I'm just going to jump right out there and say it now. My favorite thing about this movie was it was given a $3 million budget. So what you see okay. in this movie was the basis of $3 million. Who wants to take a stab at how much this movie made back? Mm, not a lot. It couldn't have been a lot. I, nine million. <laughs> you made nine million. So they tripled their money. Sure how about how about uh, Rita? You got any, any guesses on how much the movie made? How much did they got $3 million? Uh, $500,000. You're the closest. Their budget was three hundred. Ooh, I'm gonna say four five. Four to five million? Yeah, four to five. Okay. And uh you said they they made five hundred thousand, you said nine million. Uh budget three million. This movie made six hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars. Wow. They wow (laughs) a lot of money on this movie. That's my favorite part. So (laughs) knowing that they they lost that much money too. Right? How did they make two more movies? I have yeah. absolutely no idea. And that's why I think our couple of therapy next may be Feast 2 and then Feast 3. We may have to go through this to see if it gets any better. Well, I have Feast 2. I, I Feast 3 feast is two. hard to find. And feast 3 is Feast 3 is not that good. <laughs> it's not as good as the first one? <laughs> it's not as good as the first one, though. No. We love the first one. Yes, we really no. do. We don't understand the hate. <laughs> Wait until you see the second no. one. Yeah, the second one's just. Whew. Oh. No, even Deadpool doesn't agree. 
<laughs> well, F you, Deadpool. <laughs> it's my new... Uh, you know, my biggest problem, and I had a few. I mean, it's not terrible, but I really wanted to get a better look at the creature. And from what I could make out when he's wearing all this stuff and this skull thing, I'm like, he looks, it reminds me of one of those ancient robot things from the fifth element. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's as close as I could get. And when I finally saw the face, it's so, it's filmed so dark. I really, I really wanted to get a better look at it. That was probably my, my issue. A million dollars. And that, that yeah. filming style too, where they, they, it almost feels like they remove like every third frame. So you're not getting a full smooth motion. You're getting this very choppy motion when it begins to, to reveal yeah. itself and open its mouth and scream. You can make out the teeth, you get a little bit of a glare and then it goes into this blur kind of thing. Um, I was not a fan of that either. So, and it's like bad. you, you mentioned a lot of the movie was filmed very dark. So it's really hard to, to kind of follow. And it would be different if it were, say, set in a casino where it's bright and lit and so on. But it's set in a little hole-in-the-wall bar, which you know they always keep the lights real dim. It's real quiet. They they open up the door and people scream when the sun comes in, that type of setting. So we're it's going literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. So I will tell you that I don't disagree with you in that in that part. But if you if that's one of the things that you didn't enjoy about this one, then you will enjoy the second one because the second one is in broad daylight. Yeah. outside. It's so we get to see the creatures better. You get yes. to see the creatures better. Oh, yeah. Then we got to watch the second one. Yeah. Yeah. The, we can definitely the third one is just weird. <laughs> did, we, did I see the third one? I don't remember. Well, I guess, too, with it being so dark, even in one part of the movie, I had to ask Michael, which which woman just died? Because I couldn't, I couldn't see her. And mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, she's holding the locket. So it must have been we saw the locket on that other woman, so it must have been her. Because I, I couldn't tell which one of them it was. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Now, uh, my whole thing was I just needed uh, Krista Allen to, to survive. I just needed her to... to <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, she did. So I was happy <laughs> she with that. Did. Yeah. I do want to say, hey, Dalton, welcome to, to the show. No, no, okay. The one whose son got killed. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. It's like I, what I told Laura was the... It's a hole-in-the-wall bar in the middle of but fucking nowhere. Nevada. But both of the of the women that work in the bar are smoking fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do they get these girls from? <laughs> yeah. Well, they couldn't make it as a dancer out in Vegas, so they went out to the desert to to work. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> now, this was this was probably one of my biggest problems with this movie. What are these creatures? Where did these creatures come from? We, not that I remember, we don't find out in the movie, but we do in the trailer. In the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah. I watched the trailer. And yeah, in the, in the movie, they, they don't say in the movie, it's uh, some kind of expo- oh, brush up explanation. Like, uh, we don't know. It does, And they're trying to figure it out. Somebody says, it doesn't matter. They're here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's I didn't even hear anything in the movie and I didn't know because I just downloaded the trailer you know, maybe an hour ago to put in the, the show because I always do that um, cycle screen or whatever before we go live. And uh, they say in the trailer that it was a government experiment um, that they were testing on us. On the uh, popular. Really? That didn't come up in the movie at all. Not I at all. 
not at all as a matter of fact i'll tell you what let me uh i'll go i'll show the trailer real quick it's a very short trailer let me head on over here and and i don't recall it ever being in number two either no i don't remember it <laughs> uh, well, here we go here until we go. you see the trailer. very end of the series I know what you mean. You'll do what I say and you'll do it fast. Well, they said it right there. It must be tested. Yeah. yeah. See, but that's never brought up in the movie at all. They never showed it. Did you say that Wes Craven was a producer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Project Greenlight is his show. Was but the there was nobody at the bar that could have known that information, so I can see that. Yeah, there was, a, there was the, the military guy. But and they had, he had nothing to do. He was overseas, and he was he was. But that's what that's what I'm saying is that they, there's never any mention of military bases around, yeah. or there's never they never show anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody's why didn't that message that's in the trailer? Why didn't that just kind of scroll? In the opening credits, it yeah. seems like that's within the appropriate place definitely for that explanation. A, definitely yeah. could have had a text exposition crawl at the beginning to yeah. kind of fill you yeah. in, just like it did in the trailer here. I mean, you even saw military vehicles and a plane and everything in there. So it was there in the trailer. They just took it out of the movie. Yeah, but I can understand that because 28 Days Later did the same thing. With 28 Days Later, I, I don't remember anybody's name. But the main character that you see opening or that wakes up in the hospital, if you don't know how he got there until you read the graphic novel. And mm -hmm. there you find out that he was a pizza delivery guy that rode a bike and he got hit and went into a coma and then everything broke loose. But you had to read the comic to know that information. It's, it's, I actually see that a lot because Resident Evil, a lot of my mm -hmm. video game horror mm -hmm. do that. So, and what's funny is they, they kind of hinted to that in 28 days later when they get the scooter, the pizza delivery scooter yeah. and his little apprehension at that point and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I Good remember. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, Resident Evil, by the way. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> I'm one <laughs> of the few that actually. Corrections. <laughs> I, I'm actually one of the few that actually really liked five and um, Operation Raccoon City as well. So. I know well, you a lot know of... I have, right? What's that? Hold on, let me go get it. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I like this movie a lot. I think it's stupid fun and it's really gory. <laughs> uh, it is gory. I just wish I could have seen more of it. it just, I think that's my biggest hang-up, is that it was just so dark. Oh, look at that! <gasps> Autograph. Very nice. Oh, wow. Very it nice. It was a gift from Capcom. That is awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Didn't like the game, though. 
You did. Oh, see, I love the game. <laughs> Not Operation Raccoon City. I don't mm-hmm. like multiplayer games. Okay. I don't like having to rely on other people. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you guys are, are big fans of this movie, and I even I even said uh, in in messaging with you guys prior. You're going to take the lead on this one because I need you to tell me why this is a good movie. David says it's it's stupid, fun, and gory. Um, I agree. Tell me, tell me why uh, my opinion of, of this being really bad is wrong. <laughs> Convince me. I don't, I don't think that you're wrong. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I actually don't disagree with any of your points. Uh, I, the, act, the acting in the, in the movie is terrible. Oh, Most gotcha. of it is super, very cardboard, exaggerated, cheesy. And I think it's done on that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, all this hero posing and, and all, all this stupid stuff. The, it's very misleading as well. Like the, the, the heroine, for example, that she, oh, gets, she, she takes, she takes the, the, her husband's wedding ring. And then the whole thing with the note and the little locket. And then she fucking dies. And it's like, they're setting this character up and you think, oh, she is the badass of the movie. It turns out that she's not the badass of the movie. She just dies So in a very stupid way, too. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. one thing that's great about this movie is you are being introduced to a whole bunch of characters that Rita's written down so she can go over details <laughs> if you want to. Um, <laughs> grandma is my personal favorite. I fucking love mm-hmm. Grandma. But you are introduced to all of these characters in ways that are just hilarious. Like the little boy, like, oh, he's going to live a full, a full life. And then he gets massacred very early. He's like the second person to die. So it's, they take a lot of the tropes and either exaggerate the trope Mm -hmm. or just demolish the trope. All of the main people that could have helped. The army guy that was just discharged. You have the hero that was decapitated, like, right off the beginning. Um, the biker chick, um, hunt, what was her name? Harley Mom. Yeah, Harley Mom. All of them, like, all of the people that could have done anything were immediately killed or crippled. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that? That, that I, was- I guess, I, like, my favorite thing was watching poor beer guy just rot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then- that was so nasty. I, I had actually said earlier I would have rather have been beer guy than to continue watching this movie. It was it was bad. <laughs> it was, I said, we were talking about it when it was over. I'm like, well, I would have been I grandma, been grandma, mm-hmm. just, um, just um, sitting at the bar, keeping me liquored up, yeah. and she then hiding in the once. cooler. And <laughs> yep. yep. No. And then. Really quick, bartender, in case you guys didn't, it actually happens within 70 minutes. So bartender, like, he will die, like, a horrible, excruciating death in 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. We actually calculated it. It was, like, within 70 minutes and, like, 50 seconds or 71 minutes. So we did now, calculate it. If anybody is watching or listening and you're a fan of classic movies, the bartender uh, of this uh, was played by Clue Gallagher. He mm-hmm. is fantastic i i love nearly everything he's in with the exception of maybe this one but um, <laughs> it was, he, he's a, a fun person to watch 
But going back to the introductions real quick, those were fun. When I got the first like four or five of them, I'm like, okay, this is fun. I like what I'm getting, these little notes. And then once we got to like the 12th and 13th of them, I'm like, son of a bitch, what the f- We don't need to know every single person in this bar. We know that there is fodder in this bar. I don't need to know them. So I that was almost getting irritating for me as the more it went on. And then we get um was it Tuffy that became her- heroin yeah, too? Yeah. 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 And then we well, get another, I like that part because I was really hoping I was really hoping that all of these things were true. So I'm writing down all this stuff, all the names and a couple little things I jotted beside them and then Hero who's supposed to save us all right away he dies yeah so it's like okay well this was all bullshit so i just stopped (laughs) i'm the one that's gonna (laughs) save your ass gone gone but see that's the thing is that i remember seeing that in the trailer the trailer that you showed us i've never seen that i've never heard that had to have been a teaser trailer I remember seeing the trailer where they, they show the hero and he said that is I'm the guy who's gonna save your ass. I don't know if in the trailer they showed him getting killed, but I remember seeing that in the trailer. Yeah. 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 This this had a, a nice mix. When when I watched it, I got a feel for two movies that are, in my opinion, pretty decent movies, despite one of them being um a Quentin Tarantino film. I can't That's what I'm pairing it with, actually. So So one of one of them <laughs> I got a, a strong feeling and Rita pointed it out was uh, from dusk till dawn. You get this kind of from dusk till dawn feel. And I got a bit of a demon night feel to it. So it was yeah. almost like putting those two movies together, brought out feast. Um, but I don't think it lived up to either one of them. <laughs> I just not, I mean, and I've been going into movies lately. What's my enjoyment factor? Not the quality of the movie. Am I having a good time watching this movie? I couldn't poke fun at this movie. I couldn't crack on this movie. I couldn't riff this movie. The The only thing I really liked was Grandma. She was she was my favorite. And Krista Allen as Tuffy. Uh, I mean, I've she's been a, a horror crush for a long time. I love all the low-budget horror movies she does. And she's, she's beautiful. Um, so that was that was a the only redeeming factors for me um did you guys do they show the creatures better in part two yes and there's a lot more of them there's a lot more okay so we should definitely watch part two if we Mm want to kind of maybe start to appreciate one a little more you think i would i definitely would we'll watch it tonight really yeah why what did i do to you <laughs> hey, you brought up this. This is what you did to me. <laughs> oh, and um, speaking of grandma, before I forget, we timed her too. She did not leave the bar until one hour, one minute. She was just sitting at the she, bar she, for she did, one yeah. hour of the movie. What was one the introduction the text for her? I forget. Um, she what? blew Mick Jagger recently. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's lived past her expectation. Like, she, yes. I know she's not dead yet. <laughs> no, she's yeah. not, she, it's something like she's she's probably dead already. She just doesn't know it. Yeah, she just <laughs> doesn't know she's dead yet. <laughs> oh. Now, speaking of her, did she die at the end? Because my 
my yeah. thought was she opened up the door and there was like this gust of wind that hit her, but it was a bright, bright light outside. I didn't see any creature or anything. So I'm pretty sure I, I, I did. I'm pretty sure. I thought I saw one too. I thought I saw a. I'm pretty sure she dies. I don't. I don't think that uh, Grandma is in part two. Uh, Bozo, Hot Wheels, and Tuffy are in part two, but they are not the main characters of part two. Okay. In Honey Pots kinda... and yeah, in Honey Pie is also in. Part yeah, two. Honey Pot is also. Well, she Which, took oh off. yeah, she she took off and left everybody there from driving the truck away. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. a bitch. <laughs> Let's, yeah. let's be honest. I would have done exactly if I was alone in that bar. If I didn't have friends or my wife or family there, and I'm just yeah, working, you would have left me there too. Yeah, I would have gotten in that truck and take, especially a truck full of beer. Fuck yeah, I'm out. But it's coarse. It's coarse light though. You know what? It's the end of the world as I know it. So I'm gonna feel really fine. Touche. And not only that, but there is people that like course light, so you could trade. That's true. That's very mm-hmm. true. Imagine having like a ginormous truck in the middle of the apocalypse full of beer. It's like, hey, I want your medicine. I've got beer. There you go. You yeah. beer. <laughs> I've got beer. Number <laughs> I've one. Got beer. Um, and speaking of, there were also four sex scenes in the movie and one dick scene, which you obviously can't miss the dick scene. The dick scene is just one of the best parts of the movie, at least for me. I love it. The best. I almost missed it only because I said, "Was that supposed to be?" It's. He says, "Well, yeah." They said monster cock in the door. I'm like, "Oh, I heard monster yeah. caught in the door." Nice oh. So I'm like, <laughs> it looks like a, like a chicken wing in the door, yeah. <laughs> like an arm. So I wasn't sure that's what it was. And then the you next scene is them talking about um, them not being able to reproduce. I'm like, oh. That was supposed to be a dick. Okay, I get it. <laughs> the one scene I did really like was the little guy in the beginning when he ran by and he like cut off that one um, mm-hmm. uh, biker mom, Harley mom, cut off her leg and then he's running by. Mm. And then he's Ripped up on someone's And then he's up on the wall face humping uh like a a deer at yeah. like 90 face miles raping. an hour face raping the deer which could be an yeah. evil dead reference if you really want to look into it <laughs> yeah but that was i mean he was going 90 miles an hour like yeah <laughs> and, and i i laughed inside for that one that was that was fun i did too <laughs> and then he does the the other one does it to a harley mom when they throw her out the window oh yeah they rape her face yeah now Henry Rollins. <laughs> we are all we're all punk and metal fans here, right? With the pink pants. Okay. What about him? All, what about him? We're all punk and metal fans here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know Henry Rollins. We know Black Flag. We know Rollins Band. We we stick know... to what you do best, man. Stick to what you do best. Well, he is a good actor. He he does yeah. have some acting chops to him. How disappointing was it to see him as? Uh, a philandering, cheating husband. Yeah, that character was not for him. It was a pretty shitty character. Yeah. Yeah. He was a really pathetic character. And it was, um, I almost felt as though he was a scam artist that does like the presentations of self-motivation and then turns around and calls women fat. That's how I perceived him as a man and his entire character. I was, I was so excited when his head got smashed. I was Mm -hmm. just like, (laughs) 
he it was a really shitty character yeah, yeah. he was and uh, i can see the. i mean that's why they they wrote the character like that we're not supposed to sympathize with him at all just being a rollins fan i'm i love black flag and being yeah. a rollins fan seeing him like that i was like oh come on and then the pink uh sweatpants i'm like now nah, you're just emasculating this man come on <laughs> so but uh, I, yeah I, that yeah his character was not good in that movie you're right yeah although i do like when they asked him if the one kid asked him like are you gay and he's just like oh. now i i laughed internally really hard on that i don't know why <laughs> just his facial expression of pure disappointment of what the fuck and just i give up yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, you guys, we we've talked a lot about what we didn't like about the movie. Let's and you guys talked about what you do like about the movie. Let's flip the script a little bit. What is something that you didn't like about this movie that kind of holds it back from being a perfect movie for you? Oh, I mean, like I said, it, it is by it is not close, not even close to being a perfect movie. It has a lot of flaws. Like I said, the acting is not good. Uh, a lot of the characters are very unlikable. Uh, most of the characters are actually pretty unlikable. And the characters that you do like, they die a very brutal death very early in the movie as well. Uh, Sounds like Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get so attached to anybody. To like <laughs> I mean, yeah, it has a lot of flaws. Like, in, 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 uh, like we were just and we said it kind of like in a funny way, but the the fact that the creature rapes the 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 Harley mom in the face, come on, it's, it's still rape, and you know, and it's it's done in a in a in a humorous way, but it's still rapes. Yeah. So, yeah, the the movie is not perfect. It has a lot of flaws, and it's not a movie that we love so much that we watch it constantly. We haven't watched this movie in many years, so we watch it occasionally, like every four or three years. Oh, let's watch Feast, and we watch it. The okay. reason the movie does have a lot of flaws, you guys are right, there's a lot of long, but what makes this movie stand out is the creatures themselves are really creative. I do give Rita tons of credit. You don't see them a lot, but I can also understand it for a movie that was made for a trilogy where like you start to see the creatures more. So, but at the same time, it was very dark. The images were very choppy. There was a crap ton of product placement in this movie. Um, some of the gore scenes were just unrealistic and it was pretty dark. So I don't see well, everyone knows this. So for me, a lot of things were really hard for me to make out details. The same thing that you had, I couldn't tell who was killed. I even looked at David and said, who, who just died? I couldn't figure it out until I get the same like you. I saw the lock and like, oh, it was a uh, heroin. So but the movie just has a lot of comedic fun to it. It's very stupid. It's a movie you can watch and not be glued to the TV and have to hear every detail. You can watch it for what it is and enjoy the comedy, the slapstick, just the brutalization of some of the deaths of the characters. Some of them are pretty creative. It's just, yes, it's bad, but at the same time, it's super fun in that aspect. Okay. I like it. And very oddly, there is a very complex, the most complex character in the movie is the least likable character, which is Bozo. Mm -hmm. Because he is, you hate the guy, but he's a really good brother. Oh, yeah. Like he goes out of his way to help his brother who is handicapped. Yeah. And as yeah. soon and before he even thinks of himself, he's on top of his brother 
like getting them out of whatever's going on. So I love their relationship. You see like the monster crashing through the floor, the wheelchair gets, gets tipped down and he jumps onto the floor right next to the monster and like immediately gets his brother off the ground while everyone else is screaming. I mean, that took a lot of fucking guts. Yeah. Well, where the other characters in the movie are all very one dimensional and he, his character is not. Yeah. But he is gotcha. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I spent the the introduction going i don't like this guy and i don't think yeah. that for me that really didn't change much throughout the movie even though he did uh make certain motions like that to be a, a likable character never really changed for me i, I still didn't oh like no yeah him. you still hate the guy he's still a good brother yeah. but you still hate the guy he's an yeah. yeah uh all right rita um since we uh, talked about how much we didn't like this movie, what's some of the things that you did like about this movie? Um, I did enjoy the comedy. And actually, I think I liked it a little more than you did. Mm-hmm. Only because I know I looked over at one point and I thought you were falling asleep. I think you got really bored with <laughs> it. Um, my only big problem was how dark everything was. Everything else I thought was pretty funny. It had its merits. I mean, like I said, watching Beer Guy rot away was hilarious to me um he pulls up that thing there's like maggots on his eye oh this is fantastic does it look good does it look okay falling off is it getting better (laughs) oh yeah it looks it it looks oh yeah (laughs) um there were lots of things that i did like um like we were talking before i loved grandma i was really pulling for harley mom when it first started um, I thought she was a badass. I'm like, oh, she's going to do some damage. She's all right. And of course, how every scene, once they tie her up to that board before they realize she's still alive, um, the constant um, obligatory boob shot with her every angle, they managed to get her <laughs> her cleavage in the shot. Very Fantastically awesome. awful and offensive, but great. <laughs> So I but, no, I didn't, the, I didn't the, mind the, it that much. I just really, like I, I've said a few times, I just wish I could have seen everything a little better. But yeah, I That's why I liked about the that. Krista Allen scenes was uh, her in that white tank top, and she very obviously was not wearing a bra. <laughs> so those were some of my favorites. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's kind of the same. You know, I, I have a lot of complaints about this. There was some humor, um, probably two or three humorous scenes that I, I liked. Um I liked the the actress and the character for Tuffy. Um, I didn't like anybody else, really. I liked Clue Gallagher, and I liked Grandma. Uh, so Bartender and Grandma, I, I liked them, but they weren't in it enough. And, like, Bartender gets taken out real early. Grandma really didn't do anything. Um, you're frozen. Yeah, you're I am frozen. frozen. Can you hear me, though? We can hear you, but you're frozen. Okay. Yeah, so let's let's find out what's going on here. Well, I will I talk. Um it there's there's a lot that I did like but not enough to really affect the the rating really uh, of the of the movie. Oh, look at that. It's date and time. Okay, let's let's fix this. Hold on. A so it's taking you back in time 3 years? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Weirdly, so. my laptop did the Four same years. exact thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it Y2K? 21 years too late. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that there are there is a, a full generation who has no idea what Y2K is? Yeah, yeah. very depressing. 
Yeah, somebody yeah. pointed that out on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and I just stared at that for a good like 15 minutes. Like, wow. <laughs> no, the one that's hanging me up today is I keep seeing this this meme posted. It's like a text between me and, and the cashier. You know, you know, flash your ID to buy some beer. And it's like, oh, I see the one in front of your birth year, so you're you're good. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh no <laughs> so yeah wow. i never yeah. thought of that the one that yeah. i did what? with the phone when you're looking for your your date of birth <laughs> oh i had to fill out paperwork and i had to fill in that i was between the age of 30 and 40 and i just stared at the screen i'm like oh my or god between the ages of 40 and 50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh rita but michael and i are yeah oh. Man, Rita, and are, Rita and I, Rita and I, three, three months, months apart. Yeah, uh, I'm three months older. That's it. So, Laura's the baby in the group right now. Yeah, she's by <laughs> far. <laughs> it still broke my heart to click thirty to forty years old. Yeah. I stared at that. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I think thirty uh, was harder for me than forty was actually. Yeah, I can see that. I'm yeah. thirty. Is, yeah. Yeah, when you, you by the time you hit forty, you're already said like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not getting any better. Yeah. No, it's like thirty, you're officially a grown up, and you have to start making good decisions. Correct. And, as I so, have more beer. Speaking <laughs> of of uh, not getting any better. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what was your best kill in this movie? What would you rate it? Oh. Best? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say beer guy, only because we. I just I loved watching what was happening to him, and when he finally died, it was almost a relief because he was just he was so tore up that I was happy that he finally just, you know. Mm-hmm. But that it, one was good. I think his is probably the most memorable. It is definitely a memorable one. I'm gonna go with bartender. Smash his head. And not only that, he's, <laughs> he's one of the worst, um, he's one of the most pathetic 
sympathetic characters <laughs> in the movie. So just like David and Rita's point, you expect in the die fairly on the fact that he made it that long is just tips. The after, after a while, I began to think, well, now, because everybody's like, oh, the kid's going to have a long, prosperous life and he died quick. And then they said, this guy's going to die quick and he's still alive. Maybe they're going to let him live this pathetic life all the way through the, the movie. And he's just at the end, he's still rotting and dying. So and then they, <laughs> they took him out. But. For me, my my death, I'm going to go with the hero because it's technically a two parter. They yeah. they bit his head off. And then to make matters worse, when his wife is finally in the, the place and getting everything straightened out, they drag his body out to, to eat the rest of them. So I'm going to go yeah. with that one for me. That's a good call out. How did they get the body? I couldn't see it. Um, did it show it on screen or did I just not they make it out? out the window? But did yeah, they, they grab him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's when she's grabbing his arm and that's when she pulls the wedding ring off to to keep that. I just didn't know how I because I couldn't see anything reaching in. I don't know how I didn't know how they pulled him out. They, the monsters seem to be fairly big. The, yeah, they, so they could have brought, I don't know. Yeah. We really couldn't see very well either because of the the it's darkness dark. of it. So yeah. Um all right. So with that, let's uh let's go ahead and Let's rate this bitch. On a scale of one to five, how would you rate your pain? So on a scale of one to five, how would you rate your pain for this movie? I'm going to give it a two because it's not like, again, we like the movie, but it's not a movie that we watch all the time. Uh, Most of the time, we even forget that the movie exists. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, I don't, but I, I forget that I own it. So we don't watch it all the time. It's still a fun movie to watch occasionally. But it's, again, it's not a movie that you can watch, at least for us, not a movie that I can watch every year or every month or every anything like that. It's a few years, and then we'll watch it. We'll watch the trilogy and be done with it and then wait again for a few more years. Okay. See, I can agree with that, but I really enjoy the slapstick. I really enjoy... The creativity. I love this movie. I really do. It's not a let me watch this every single day of my life like Jaws or Jurassic Park, but I give this movie a three to three and a half. I may settle on a three and a half just because I do come back to it. I do love it. I do think about it. And I think it is really fun. Okay. So three and a half. Rita? Yeah, you love it like I love Jack Frost. <laughs> I love Jack. Which yeah. was the only, well, that was the only holiday movie we actually. Kind of watched. Kind of watched. I, we both fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> Not purposely. It's It's been a yeah. really rough month. <laughs> I understand. No, I would say I give it two, two and a half. Um, probably a solid two. Because I said there was just so much that I, I couldn't really get into because I couldn't see. Yeah. But I am looking forward to watching the second one, whether I watch it. It sounds like Michael's not interested, so I might watch it myself. Um, I want to get a better look at the creature. So our creatures, but like you said, not without its faults, but still, still fun. The gore was probably the funniest part for me. Yeah. Michael, you, I trust me, you might want to watch part two. Part two has a lot of creative deaths as well. It's not that. And there's a lot more biker chicks in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did see uh biker queen is one of the characters and she's the twin sister of yes. Harley mom. And it's so. the same actress. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Same actress. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to come in with uh, a solid two on this one as well. I, I'm going to 
it gets a half star for Krista Allen. It, it gets um, a star for being a movie. Um, and then I'm going to give it another for being star. a movie. I'm going to give it another half star bump because of its origin. Project Greenlight. I can't tell yeah. you another movie that has ever come out of Project Greenlight, but I everybody knows Feast. So it even though it may not be a, a gem or an entertaining movie for me, it is a memorable. Um, it is memorable. It it does have its its footnote in production and and how it came to be. So it it is kind of historical in that aspect. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to deny it that. I mean, it did uh, pretty well. It premiered at the Chicago Film Festival. It did well there. It it had its uh, a pretty decent funding. But I've seen better movies or more enjoyable movies coming out of a $6,000 budget, a $12,000 budget. Mm-hmm. This one had $3 million, and I think the majority of it went to the soundtrack and to a couple of the the actors. I mean, obviously, Henry Rollins, Clue Gallagher, the woman that played Grandma, she's always in a ton of stuff. Um, Krista Allen, I mean, it had Jason Mewes, uh, the guy that played Beer Man. I forget his that, that comedian's uh, name. Yeah, but he's on 30 Rock, too. Is that the same guy? I think so. The I one with so. the yeah, hat. Judah something. Yeah. So, I mean, it had an all-star cast. Uh, mm-hmm. It just, it, I don't think it lived up to all of that for me. Uh, who, but I'm not going to do Character design. Who designed um... Uh I think uh, Glenn Hedrick's studio was the one that did the creature designs. Oh, nice. I don't think he was involved in the movie himself, but his studio was. Gotcha. Um, so with all that said and done, you know, it's... I give it a two, which uh, brings our uh, let me see something here. Cinematography. There we go. Brings our average to a two point three eight. It's, it's an average movie. So um, which now brings us to our next and final uh, segment. Feature. What are you guys pairing it with? So my, the reasoning for my pairing, it's awesome. I'm going to pair it with Slither. And for the simple reason that those movies came out around the same time, and I always got it mixed up. I couldn't tell which one. I don't know why. I always got it mixed up. The titles, like this. So that's why I'm going to pair it with that. Not only that, but it's also another horror comedy, creature feature, super gory. Slither Slither is by far better than Feast, but it's still uh, like that, that same kind of vibe of movie. It feels more like a creature feature from the 50s or, or 60s than a modern movie. And okay. I, that's one of the, the reasons why I like Feast as well. All right. Good so one. mine was actually uh, Dust Till Dawn because of the fact that it is in a bar. Dust Till Dawn, they're very fast paced for me. And because it for me, in the fact that I can't see them that well, a lot of the stuff kind of blurs together for me. And it's very similar in that aspect. So mine was actually Dust Till Dawn, and then you said it earlier, too. <laughs> it, it, go ahead, Rita. Yeah, that's mine, too. Um, it's like you watch Feast, and then you watch Dust Till Dawn. It's like, oh, okay. Everybody's hanging out in the bar, but there's better music, and Selma Hayek is dancing with a snake, and then the vampires come out and eat everybody. Um, has some big names in it, but it's it's like the graduated feast became dust till dawn. It's very very similar to me. 
uh, yeah, Salma Hayek as Satanico, and then when she played the uh, stripping schoolgirl in Dogma, yes. I had a whole new love and appreciation for Salma Hayek. God bless you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Michael, but I'm over Kristen. Yeah. No, I, I can go with that. Yeah. Yeah, if Salma Hayek were in this movie, I probably would have sided with her over Krista yes. as well. So I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, Krista's a better action hero, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they both have the the chops to be an action superstar. But um, yeah, you know what? It's a toss up. 50-50. I'll go either one. I'll be happy yeah. with either one. It's good. <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm going to pair it with another movie I mentioned earlier, and that would be uh, Demon Knight. I do feel it, it brought that same kind of aspect. You have the creatures or demons outside the, the wall that's trying to get at the people inside. Um, great music, great rock music. I believe Rollins was on the uh, soundtrack for Demon Knight as well. Um, so we've, we've got little Henry mix all over the place. Um, so for me, I'm going to pair it with Demon Knight. There's another right. one too, Legion. It actually, now that I think about mm-hmm. it, Legion um, Feast is very similar to Legion or whatever, vice versa. So that's another one you can pair it with. But then you, there you go. When you watch Feast and you watch Legion, you go, damn, Feast is fucking good. <laughs> because Legion is so bad. <laughs> I actually liked Legion. The grandma that jumps up into the corner and crawls across the ceiling. Yes, you that can was definitely awesome. tell the different types of horror personalities. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, it was on GameStop TV for months. I think that's why yeah. I hate that movie so much. Biblical oh. horror, biblical horror over creature horror for me. So I, I have to go with that one. Yeah, so. I, I'm gonna go with the creatures. Yeah, I prefer creatures. <laughs> oh, I love my creatures. Well, speaking of creatures, what is your pick for our next couple, Scarapy? I thought you guys wanted to do number two. two. We can do Feast 2 if you want. Yeah. Yeah. We we assumed that you guys would want to uh, to continue, so we honestly didn't put a lot of thought into the next movie. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do Feast 2, which uh, I don't have my book, which has all my... It'll be two weeks from now, yeah? Yeah, well... Yeah, because the 15th I have uh, with Chris, who still hasn't picked his movie yet. I think we're going to do Enemy Mine. And then, Enemy uh, Mine? Really? Yeah. That's not a horror That's movie. movie. With the vampires, well, the comedy that we Chris, found. Uh, that, movie that was really good. Uh, the one with the office. The one with the office. I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember what it's We're going to have to, I'm going to have to look it up. There's a really good movie on, I think it's Hulu about mm-hmm. like a vampires and it's like christmas time or something like that it's really it's a it's an funny. office it's an office party and the movie's about the the security guards mm-hmm. there's an office mm-hmm. party and then all the people in the office start turning into they, they drop off a, a corpse and the corpse is a, a vampire and he turns everybody into vampires except for the security people the night watch it's called the night watchman yeah, that's what? the one, The Night Watchmen. So if you don't want to do Feast 2, and if you haven't seen that one, I'm more than happy to watch that movie again. And that one is a Christmas horror? I think so. I think so. I think yeah, what they're it's going a holiday. Through, yeah. I think what they're going through is a, it's a, a holiday party at, this, at the, yeah. the office. We forgot about it, and we randomly came across it the other day, and we were super excited, added it back to, because I track every movie we watch, and added it to that, and so it's something different. 
I'll, I'll send you a screenshot or something later because on. Because it was hard for me yeah, to find. Yeah, because it was, it was, I don't know if there's another movie that's called the same. Okay. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, all right. So I guess that is um, pretty much it. We just kind of... Yep. Talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've been done been had finished this. All right. So, was it worth the buy? Oh yeah! Now that yeah. you finish it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I have still another prefer, one. I prefer my drinks to have an umbrella in it, but it was good. I'm a girly drink guy. There's I'm nothing a, I, wrong with that. They're delicious. Yes, that that's what it is for me. Don't act all manly because you like them too. When we went like to the Rangers party, you drank the poo poo drinks with me. No, I don't. Yes, you did. No, I don't. Yes, you did. I like how I shook my head at the exact same time that David did. I'm like, nope. <laughs> No, we went to one of his boss's like anniversary party and they had an open bar and there was a girl there who was making the most delightful foo-foo drink I've ever had in my life. And it was an open bar and David liked it too. He won't admit to it, but he did. We went there multiple times to get that foo-foo drink. Mm. Color me intrigued. Whiskey and beer. (laughs) (laughs) Boilermakers. All right. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Uh, had a great time, had a great time today. Uh, don't forget if you guys are watching this or listening later on, you can always check us out on Podbean, Google, Apple, Spotify, our heart radio, YouTube, Amazon, anywhere where you can find quality podcasts. You'll also find ours for some reason. Uh, you can help keep the the show going and keep the show alive, uh, through, uh, Patreon, we are on Patreon. I'm still looking into um, switching over to buy me a coffee. Uh, that one seems to be a little better and it gives us a better percentage of the contributions. Um, but I have to see how we can transfer all of our Patreon exclusive stuff over to there as well. Speaking of which, if you guys contribute on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, you also get access to tons of exclusive content that you won't find on those previous uh, uh, before mentioned uh, places. Plus, you join us to follow us on Facebook. You get to watch the shows live every Friday at 930. Um, with, what's that? And you get to chat. And you get to you. chat with us. Yeah. Nobody nobody really contributed this episode. I don't know why. Oh, you people. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's no comment. I had to go see. I have my phone under my computer here. And I'm like, nobody commented at all. Honey, is anybody watching? Yeah. Or is it bouncing. just us? It's just bouncing between a couple people. Um, I do see Dalton popped in. I said hi to Dalton earlier. Danny mm-hmm. popped in. Hey, Danny. Um, that's about it, really. Not my parents. Nobody else popped like in. Either. That's fine. Well, you guys have yeah. to admit it's a really rough couple of days. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. are following what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been pulling myself away from the news on Wednesday for about four hours. So. No, I've been glued to the news yeah. since the day. I've been yeah. actively calling and emailing and petitioning for days now. Yeah. We, uh, I kind of partially accept blame on this one as well. I, I didn't really market this particular episode uh, or promote hmm. this one. Um, so I will for part two, though. I promise we'll get that out there. And if Chris can, uh, if Chris is watching and Chris can get me his movie pick, if it is definitely Enemy Mine, let me know. So I can start uh, promoting that episode as well. Um, is he? Con- are you guys considering Enemy Mine a horror movie? No, no, no. I, it's I sci-fi, just prom- isn't it? 
Yeah, I promised Chris he could. He's a big sci-fi fan, and I promised him pick a little more sci-fi. And I feel like I pick uh, about ninety percent of the movies that we review. And if he's going to be my co-host, I would like to him like for him to uh, have some say. So it's a great movie. I just I thought you guys were doing more horror. So yeah, no, that's fine. It's fine. Let's watch it. I like sci-fi as well. Uh, I do want to make mention of something else too uh, for anybody that's listening or watching. Um, Well, if you're listening, you probably won't get this in time. But uh, February is coming up. We're we're in January right now. February is coming up. February is uh, the month of love. It's you know have Valentine's Day, all this other stuff. Um, I I have kind of come to grips with the fact that you see me wearing a hat all the time. Uh, I have had long hair my whole life. Uh, from the time I was fifteen, as far back as I can remember, I've had hair that at one point could even touch my ass. Um. It my hairline's retreating, so we're gonna actually make this uh, about other people. We're going to try and help out as many people as possible. Uh, I'm gonna open a GoFundMe the start of February, and we're going to have a goal set for twenty eight hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars a day. Uh, if we can meet the goal by the end of February, that twenty eight hundred dollars is being donated to cancer research. I am going to cut my tail off, and it's going to be donated to Locks of Love, and I'm going to shave my head on Facebook Live. So um, we want to help out as many people as possible. Well, me kind of stepping into adulthood, I guess, at 45 years old, we're stepping into adulthood. (laughs) So um, if you guys would like to help contribute uh, to cancer research, follow the page. We're going to post up links as soon as uh, everything's available. Uh, I already had a few people. um, Bad term, but a few people buy in. They're basically saying that yes, they're they're going to to help and contribute when it goes live, um, and it's going to be very traumatic. So if you want to see me possibly mm-hmm. cry on uh, Facebook oh, Live, <laughs> go ahead and watch. Uh, well, even if we don't meet the goal, all of that money is going to be donated to cancer research. Um, just if we do reach the goal, I'm going to shave my head. So keep an eye out for that, guys. Well, Michael and I have been together actually this spring will be 11 years and when we met in GameStop in 2010 we just started chatting and I don't know how it came up but the very first day we met he told me that he wanted to shake his head 11 years ago I so, never had the um, to do it I'm st- I'm still uh I don't know I'm questioning if it would actually happen or not whether it happens or not is, you know, going to end up being completely up to Michael, but um, it's something he's been wavering on for many, many years. So it'll be well, interesting. That's why, that's why I'm kind of setting it now like this, because if, if we do reach that goal, I have put it out there. I've put it out into the universe that this is what's going to happen. And I don't want to be that particular person that, um, backtracked on what they said they were going to do, especially with something this important, something this helpful for people. So um, if we reach that goal and that that's the key point is if we reach that goal, I don't, if we reach a thousand that goes to, to cancer research, that's going to be great. Bless you. (laughs) Excuse me. Thank you. (laughs) But if we do reach that goal, I can't back out on it. I have to do it at that point. So that's why I'm putting it out into the universe like this. So, but anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. Join us uh, in two weeks for Feast 2. We're probably going to go watch it tonight, and uh, that'll 
prep me, I guess. <laughs> we may next- as well wait like two weeks because otherwise we'll want to watch it right before. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, right, we could do that. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, what's the date on that two weeks? Just so I could put it in my calendar. Uh, 20 second. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the 22nd. Okay. Um, uh, by the way, we are going to try to talk more uh, about some newer horror. Uh, this past year, because of the quarantine and things like that, we didn't get a lot of new uh, movie releases. So this year I have started, I'm keeping a list of all the movies that are coming out. There's another one coming out, I believe on the 22nd called Cactus Jack that I'm really excited to watch. We just watched um, Shadow in the Clouds, uh, which was really good. That's a, what's her name? Uh, Grace Moretz. Is is that that Chloe? Chloe Grace Moretz. Is that it? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. It's a World War II. There's a creature mm-hmm. it's a creature feature uh it's a gremlin that's on the the plane with her or gremlins oh. you'll have to watch but it's set Are in world direct War II. or theaters uh both uh dual release Okay, so they are yeah. going to be releasing them because we're we're almost 100% quarantine. Yeah, it's it's on VOD. I think it's on VOD right now. You do um have to pay to rent it. It's like 20 bucks I think to rent it. Um, but it is, uh, it's got a limited theatrical release right now. And then there's the, uh, the digital release. Um, we can, I'll talk with you after about some, some options there. Um, but yeah, the next one, Cactus Jack is one I'm most excited about because I have a feeling that's going to be a very disturbing movie. If you get a chance, look up, uh, as soon as we're done, Cactus Jack trailer, um, that looks like it's going to be very disturbing and hard to watch, but uh, especially if you're easily triggered, I'm going to say it that way. If you're uh, there's no trigger warning. As a matter of fact, they're releasing two versions of this movie uh, called the, uh, the trigger edition, I think. And then the unedited edition. Um, What's the trigger? The, the triggered is they go through and they remove, they bleep out all the, uh, what they consider um, trigger words. Um, the basic plot is there's a guy who's living in his mom's basement who has he's become that what you political basement dweller. He is he hates everybody, hates women um, like he at one point he talks about his mom and says that, you know, of course, I don't like her. She's a woman. <laughs> Why would I? And it's little things like that. And he somebody's doing a documentary on him and he eventually kind of takes over the documentary and makes it his own show. And um, he has some very strong political views, some very strong words of, of against people of opposite sex. And he's a domestic people. terrorist. Yeah, essentially, like he's a domestic a homegrown. Yeah. Yep. So, um, if you watch it, just be prepared. Be be okay. ready. There, there's some strong subject matter in it, but I because brought, of I that, into it. yeah, you probably, I, I, yeah. When movies like that, I can't deal mm-hmm. with them. I, I, I'm one of those people. I get triggered. I really mm-hmm. do, and I I start cursing, and I get pissed off, and I walk away. I can't do it. Yeah, it's one of the reasons yeah. why we kind of backed off movies for a little bit. That's one of the reasons. That's the reason why I I don't use Facebook anymore. Right. I use Facebook for this. That's it. <laughs> nice. Well, we appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Um, speaking of which, I do have uh, speaking of trigger movies. Uh, you mentioned you kind of wanted to see Serbian film. Yes. I have the Blu-ray coming. Uh, it releases supposedly in a couple of days, but a lot of places already have them out on the shelves. And it's supposed to be the uncut, unrated edition. 
uh, when that comes in, I can uh, send you guys my DVD copy if you want to check it out. Okay, yes. please. Please. Because the one I uh, have on DVD is also the uncut. And it comes. it's very, very strange. It comes in a CD jewel glued to a piece of cardboard. And then there's like blood splatter on it. So it has a very, um, like you got this in a back alley kind of feel. So. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a Dexter, like a Dexter when they released their DVD for the season. One of them was very similar to that, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to get the Dexter collection that came in that box. Uh, that he kept all his blood samples in. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Each one of those was a, a DVD for the the show. Oh, I would love that box. That, but that was, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Dexter, what do you guys think about the new season coming up of Dexter? What? Yeah, I heard about it. There's a new season we, coming. We're pretty. When it comes to shows. In movies, we don't like watching a lot of trailers. We don't like looking up information because it you don't know. It's just way too much for us. So mm-hmm. I've heard about it, but I don't know anything about it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they release much out there other than there's a new season coming. And I believe it's going to go straight to Netflix. Oh, it's going to be on Netflix, not on Showtime. Uh, I believe so. Not 100% sure. Is it the sure. same actor? Yes. It yes. is? Okay. Yeah, see uh, Michael C. Hall or see Michael Hall, something like that. Did they get so they had to have completely eliminated the very last scene that everybody hates? The boat. No, I think I think they're going to explain that away. Uh, So um, I think it's still going to be there, but they're going to explain it away. Kind of like if we get another Tremors, they're going to be able to explain how uh, Bert lived. (laughs) Yes. Which I listened to that episode the other day on my drive to work, and yes, I still think Bert lived. So. Viva LaBert. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you again. I'm going to go watch some new movies. I can't wait for us to talk about Feast 2. Uh, hopefully, it's a lot better than Feast 1. So, <laughs> Knowing us, it may room. not be. Right. I, I have don't faith in you. I have faith in you. <laughs> but it might again, be I, just as terrible. We don't know. But it's at least you're going to be able to see brighter. Exactly. And that that I think may make it a little more enjoyable for me if I can actually see the creatures and see mm-hmm. some of the gore, not just shiny red. I think it'll be good. Yeah. But all right, guys, have a great one. Uh, keep an eye out for the uh, everybody listening. Keep an eye out for the GoFundMe. Once that goes live, it should be February 1st. Um, and uh, oh, oh, I forgot. I almost killed everything out without doing our our outro. Oh, oh, and didn't check voicemails. Mm, fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Good night, guys. Please, fuck this shit, I'm out. No. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right, then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs>